Hello, and welcome back to the Central Valley Politics Podcast. I'm your host today, Hilda Flores. So, unfortunately, your usual host, Dr. Shannon Stevens, could not be here, so I'm going to be taking over some of her hosting duties. So, on today's episode, I talked to Jason Sarang, the president of the Democratic Club on campus. You're going to be seeing a lot of him around here. And um, I talked to him about how he and a few other local representatives from Democratic organizations around the area were invited to go and speak with Congressman Jeff Denham. So I'm here with Jason Sarang, the president of the Democratic Club, and we're actually going to talk about how he was invited this last Monday to go and speak with Congressman Jeff Denham. So how, um, how did you find out about the meeting and why were you invited and who else was invited? Um, well, basically, Jeff Denham was getting a lot of heat for the Affordable Care Act and a lot of other Trump's actions. So we decided to meet with a few Democratic activists. And I was invited by Denise Hunt, who's part of the Democratic Women's Club of Stanislaus County. So he invited her and told her she can bring other people to her meeting. So she invited me as one of the people she brought along. Um, how many people were invited? I believe they had about four or five different groups that they invited, and each of those group leaders could pick about five people, so about 30 people total. And um, so how long was the meeting? So since there were 30 people there, did, was everybody given a chance to speak, or was everybody just kind of there to listen, or how did this go down? Well, they took us in by groups. So each group had each group of like four or five people had 20 minutes, so they started the interviews at about 10, and they ended at like 2, so they had different 20-minute intervals for different groups. Um, and then what issues did you talk about? What were some of the issues that stood out the most? Well, first, when we got in there and sat down and stuff, uh, Jeff Denham just said, okay, so what do you guys want to talk about? So Denise Hunt, since she was the one that was initially invited, she spoke first, and she gave her testimony about how the Affordable Care Act has saved her life and how she's getting older now. She's going to rely more on health care and she can't afford for it to be repealed. So she, she spoke about that. And then um, Tim Robertson, who's part of the North Valley Labor Federation, he was also invited. Uh, he spoke about how the Affordable Care Act is going to make it harder for employers to give health care to people. So he spoke about that. And um, through the conversation, we were able to weave in some questions to Jeff Denham. What, like, what questions did you weave in? Well, after Denise gave her testimonial, Jeff Denham said that there were a lot of things about the Affordable Care Act that he did not like, like the individual mandate and that how it raised premiums. But there was things in the Affordable Care Act that he did like. And he said specifically he liked that ins that the insurance companies allowed people to keep their children under their insurance until the age of 26. He said that he appreciated that part of it. And he also said that he liked that pre-existing conditions were no longer discriminated against. You could not drop people because of pre-existing conditions. So he said he, he liked those two things about the Affordable Care Act, in which case I immediately jumped on and said, okay, so if the new bill does not have those two provisions, will you back it? And he said, he basically agreed that no, unless, unless the new bill has those two things taken care of, he would not back the bill, which I thought was a good admission from him. That's really interesting. Um, and then do you agree or disagree with how um, he said that he disagreed with the current Affordable Care Act? Well, I mean, the Affordable Care Act has has some problems, but as like a new bill, a nationwide bill, of course, it's going to have problems. And like it's it's the Congress's job to fix those problems as they come along. 
but throughout the past seven, eight years, they've been nothing but saying, oh, repeal the whole thing. And they haven't tried to fix the problems at all. But now that the Republicans have control, now they're thinking about repealing it or fixing it or changing it. But for the last seven, eight years, they haven't done anything to change it at all. So it makes sense that there's problems and everyone admits that there's problems, but it's fixable. And then I, um, I actually asked you this when I was writing the article, but for those who don't know, can you explain why Jeff Denham is seen as such a controversial figure um, around the area and especially with Democrats around the area? Well, Jeff Denham is seen as controversial because during the election, Donald Trump, of course, is a very controversial figure, and Jeff Denham has been seen as his right-hand man, so to speak. Like, he's taken pictures with him. He hasn't come out in protests against some of the, you know, things that Donald Trump has said, especially against, like, the Hispanic community. So even other Republican leaders have stood up against Trump and said, you know what, that's not okay what you said about the Mexican and Latino people of the nation. It's not okay. But Jeff Denham, who's in a district that has 40% Hispanic population, hasn't said anything against Donald Trump. So it seems like if he's not aligned with Donald Trump's view on Hispanic people, at least he's okay with it. So that is very you know, troubling for people here in this area. And then um, you said that there were around 30 people who went. And um, why do you think that these people were invited since I know that most of them were kind of on the opposite side of where Jeff Denham really um, sits. So why do you think that he thought it was important to invite you guys? Well, we've all been demanding like a town hall, an in-person town hall, where we can all address our concerns with Jeff Denham and he can listen to his constituents about what we feel and what we think is right. So it seems like instead of doing a town hall, he just wanted to invite us in separate little closed door meetings to try to appease us and say like, oh, well, I met with you already. So you know, you can sit back down. But as he knows, we're not going to sit back down. We're still demanding the town hall. And his office has given us some hope that there will be an in-person town hall, like in April. But we haven't got the full details yet. We're definitely going to keep you posted on when that will be. And can you um, explain to me what exactly a town hall is? Well, a town hall is where the congressman or, you know, representative, whoever it may be, they have a meeting with the entire population that that wants to come so it's like an open door meeting with all the constituents and you just go to the meeting and you can ask your question and voice your concerns about what you want the congressman to do and they can take in everyone's opinions and that can help them form their own opinion about what they should do so it's something that a lot of congressmen a lot of senators do that way they know where their people are at and so it's common for these congressmen um, to hold town halls right yeah it's very common but recently there's been some anger because the Republicans want to take away millions of people's health care. So a lot of people are, you know, obviously angered about that. So they've been very, you know, boisterous and very, you know, passionate about losing their health care. So it's been it's scaring some Republicans to not want to do town halls because they don't want to hear the opposite side and they don't want to hear about people that are going to lose their health care and they don't want to hear about people's problems. So we need to demand that even though, yeah, it might be tough to listen to people's problems. Those are real life legitimate issues that you have to deal with and you have to help those people. Um, and then do you, when was the last time that Jeff Denham actually held the town hall? I don't remember. I'm not, it must have been, it's been years for sure. I don't know, I remember exactly when. He's, Jeff Denham's been known to not really come out that much. We tried to invite him on campus last semester during the election, and he wouldn't even respond to us. So I can't even remember when the last time he had a town hall was. Um, and then what other issues were talked about? So you talked about um, the Affordable Care Act, and what else did you guys talk about in your group? Um, we didn't have that much time, so there was a lot of talk about the Affordable Care Act, but when I finally got my question in, 
I asked Jeff Denham about something he voted against, and what it was was Donald Trump's tax returns. As we all know, Donald Trump has not released his tax returns. He's the only president, modern president, to not do so. So we wanted to know why not? Why is he not releasing his tax returns? So the House actually had a resolution that would force Donald Trump to release his tax returns, and Jeff Denham voted against it. He voted to allow Donald Trump to hide his tax returns from the American people, and I thought that warranted a question. And then um, do you know why he voted against it? Like, did he explain or, yeah? Well, so I word the question like this. I said, even if you do not agree with all the Russian scandal of Jeff Sessions and Michael Flynn talking to Russia uh, during Donald Trump's campaign and all this, even if you don't agree with all that, why not allow Donald Trump to release his tax returns? That way the American people can decide for themselves what they think about the tax returns. And what Jeff Denham answered was that the reason why he voted against that was because the tax return bill was connected to a larger bill that he wanted to pass. So he had to vote against the tax return part. That way the other bill would go through, which which kind of makes sense because there are like some writers onto bills like that people add to stop bills from going forward. But that's why I asked him a follow-up question, which was, if the tax return bill was alone, a standalone tax return, release your taxes bill, would you vote for it? And Jeff Denham said, yes, he would. So I hope I hold him accountable to that. All right. Um, well, is there anything else that you want to mention um, that I haven't asked you about already? Well, one thing that I wanted to ask him that I didn't get a chance to is as soon as you go into his office, you see a big uh, national deficit countdown. And like it's going forward and the national deficit's going forward and forward and forward. And it's really menacing. And you see it's like 19 million trillion dollars and the deficit's going forward every second. More and more money's being added to it. But Jeff Denham seems like he's down to build Donald Trump's 12 billion dollar wall which seems kind of like a useless gesture, and that's going to add to the national deficit even more. So if Jeff Denham really cares about the national deficit so much and cares about lowering our government spending, why is he going to waste 15, 12 to $15 billion on a wall that's going to do nothing but keep out migrants that the Central Valley needs for agriculture? So I would have asked him about that. Like, Do you really care about the deficit, or is this just like a, a game you want to play? And then, um, so last question. Um, if people really want to kind of um, get involved and like let you know people like Jeff Denham know how they are feeling what can we do well Jeff Denham's actually I mean it's hard to find Jeff Denham himself but he's actually holding a mobile district office hours throughout the area um, so it's always good to go to those different mobile district office hours and let Jeff Denham's representatives know how you feel but if you want to be involved, you can also join any of the local Democratic clubs like the Stan State Democrats or those other clubs you can join. And they they know people who get invited to these kind of things and they can like bring you on board and let you know what's going on. So you can at least know what events you can make, what events you can plan for. So that concludes today's episode of Central Valley Politics Podcast. Um, remember, if there's anything that you want us to research or an event that you think we should cover or something that you want us to discuss in the future, um, please tweet the signal at CSU Signal, or you can go ahead and send an email to standstatepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out my story about Jason's meeting with Congressman Denham on csusignal.com. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check back soon for more updates from the team at Central Valley Politics. This is Hilda Flores signing off in the Student Media Center at Stan State.